0: Hi, this is Bianca, and this is Anna, and welcome back to another episode of Girl Talk Mondays. So let's just set the scene of our podcast for today just so you guys know how much we're giving to this podcast. Yes. So <laughs> you, you start. You tell us like exactly what's going on. There. Yeah, I'm going to tell exactly what's going on. The scenario, it's 9 okay. p.m. in London. Yes. It's 10 p.m. in Paris. Oh yeah, he's in Paris, and I'm <laughs> in London. I've been awake for more than seventeen hours so far because I was away <laughs> over the weekend. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're just recording our nighttime podcast episode. <laughs> She's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Exactly. We're trying to make it work. I'm sitting yeah, here with my mic. Yeah, we're recording from distance. Yeah, we're both at our separate places, recording yeah. two separate files. It's going to be a We're going to see how it goes. So tell this me, is how was your first week in Paris? Oh yeah. Okay,
1: wait. So basically, now you've been there
0: for a week, right?
1: Yeah, I know. I have it's weird. Mm. It's very weird, but it's honestly, I feel much better now. In the beginning yeah. it was quite I mean, it wasn't difficult, but it just because I feel so home in London, I was a bit upset. Like, I was kind of like, why did I have to leave? Um, and then the first couple of days, there weren't that many things to do for uni. So I kind of just got a bit, like, you know, bored. Oh, really? I li- <laughs> yeah, I like to have, like, full days. And where uni wasn't like, a full day? No, because they were more like, introduction, everything's happening again. And oh, okay. I just wanted to get started, but mm-hmm. today we really started with everything.
0: Oh, okay, so, so it took kind of like a few days of settling in and stuff.
1: Yeah, and everyone, the thing is, this term we're doing company projects. So we're assigned a company and we work with them for eight weeks and we do like a whole shebang. So basically we do whatever they ask us to do, like a mm-hmm. consulting job kind of. Uh, a well, bit like is. what you
0: did for L'Oreal?
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh,
0: interesting. And
1: everyone already had their meeting in the first week, so they had stuff to prepare for, but we had ours today
0: oh really how yeah. can you had yours later it's just because... that's when the company could do it
1: no it was because well yeah because they wanted because we have l'oreal again
0: oh nice yeah does everybody have l'oreal no everyone has a different company yeah
1: but we got to go to their head office today it was really cool
0: oh nice, nice
1: yeah it's close to me it's like three stops from where i live
0: i think wait i think i did an interview at l'oreal once
1: yeah it's really nice it looks over exactly the same. Where
0: it is. So nice. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I was in another building.
1: Yeah, they have so many buildings. Mm. But it was really cool because they had all the divisions. They had the Lux division. They have like new stuff coming out. I have to sign a waiver so that if I say something I go to prison. So let's make sure I don't say anything. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's all like under embargo.
1: Yeah, it is. Oh god, that makes me really nervous they basically said today like oh yeah if you're signing this it means you go to prison if you let
0: anything go and I'm like "Mm, oh god nice (laughs) probably is in my contract as well to be honest yeah true probably in all companies contracts
1: that made me nervous but uh yeah now honestly yeah it was quite hard in the beginning because I just wasn't used to being away from everything I'm, I'm used to and I feel like that's a thing with change we hate we all hate change in a way
0: yeah, that... it's kind of funny because like we want to change like yeah. you know obviously it was your decision to go to that university and you were excited about this program in Paris and all that so like it's something you want to do mm-hmm. and then as soon as change comes it's actually like in our mind it's hard to you know to adapt really quickly
1: yeah that's the thing and I'm always you know I'm fine with moving around like I've always been kind of you know going place to place when I was younger and doing that kind of thing so I thought it would be fine but i I've felt so homesick Mm. and i think i've told you that a few times this week yeah you told me homesick and it's so weird
0: i mean you've been to paris though quite a lot of times it's not like it was the first time you've been to paris either
1: no but it's weird this time you know because i'm here like i'm actually living here yeah so and i've kind of felt like because i don't have my usual friends like i can't just go over and annoy you and
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can't just do that yeah
1: so (laughs) it's It's weird for me to be here and to just kind of, you know, it's really nice though, because I get to be more with the people at uni and kind of get to know Mm -hmm. them better because I didn't know them that well before because I always just had like two different lives, kind of. Um, And now I get to see them. So that's been really helpful. And Mm. um, actually... You're all in
0: the same boat, really.
1: Yeah. And actually, the next few weeks, I'm not even going to be here. So...
0: Well, what's happening next weekend? You're going to be in London for Fashion Week.
1: Mm-hmm. On the 13th, I'm coming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, then on. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell you that. Like, my trip to New York is finalized now.
0: Is it finalized? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's really amazing. good. Yeah. It's, oh, maybe we um, should talk about it briefly.
1: So, I'm going with the uh, Decorte. Is that how mm-hmm. you say it in French?
0: It's I guess basically so.
1: a spa brand. Um, they use it. Well, they use it in more like spa-like environments or, yeah, that kind of thing for mm-hmm. facials. Um, and um, they basically invited me to New York for two nights. They didn't want to, like, really bring anyone except for me. So my mom, she she paid to go. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, yeah. so you're the only influencer that's going? No, I'm not. But, like, in terms, they wouldn't give me a plus one, which is, like, completely fine, I understand, because the mm. plane tickets are very expensive right now. Oh, yeah, um, I see. Yeah, I didn't expect it, but they are quite pricey. Well, it's, right
0: yeah, it's fashion month. September is so busy over there.
1: Yeah, true. So um, we're going to be at the spa for one day mm-hmm. and I'm doing like a sponsored post with them. And then the rest of the time, like the two days, I'm off work. So it's I can just create content.
0: Nice. Um,
1: and my mom and I decided to stay over the weekend too so oh
0: that's better yeah yeah like that. So we you have a longer like, time because two days in New York is extremely short
1: I know it's nothing it's almost
0: like crazy to do that
1: yeah I know with the jet lag and everything I was like yeah
0: oh god here we go <laughs> it's like just going to shoot and then going back on the plane
1: yeah it's not good so we are doing like four days because you take the overnight flight and I have class mm-hmm. at like 8 a.m in the morning on Monday the next day
0: oh god
1: yeah so <laughs> I, I decided just to take the flight home and get back on Sunday so I'm there like
0: Oh, Thursday, yeah,
1: it's what, no Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because if you have to go um, straight and in back into uni, that's difficult.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm be doing. That's gonna be so exciting! Oh, and then I miss you're coming New York.
0: Here. Yeah, and then I'm coming to Paris the weekend after.
1: Yeah, and then we're gonna do Paris Fashion Week, and yeah. I have so many cool outfits. I'm so nice. excited. Finally,
0: you I'm, finally lack, got I'm your
1: lacking. Outfits. Yeah, I'm lacking in the show department now. Because oh, I okay.
0: <laughs> outfits sorted (laughs) lacking in the show department (laughs) i'm waiting to get
1: invited to the shows you know i'm like where
0: are my invitations Well, what if they posted it to your london address though yeah maybe i don't know so you have to check because sometimes they just they don't reply to your email but they tend to send you the invite. oh they don't send it to you by email sometimes they just send it to your address but what if they don't know my address oh did you not give them your address
1: Oh, no, not oh, okay. in there, because I sent some emails to, like, some uh, bigger brands as well.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Those are the ones I'm waiting for.
0: <laughs> well, unless they had it from last season.
1: No, they didn't.
0: Because usually when I reach out to Brands for Fashion Week, so it, it's not too complicated because they've got thousands of emails requesting show tickets. Mm-hmm. So in my email, I'll just put my address um, like that if they want to just send it without replying to me. So can. smart. Oh, yes, gosh, I, I need to do that. everything.
1: Oh, I need to learn. See, guys, I'm also learning stuff about this. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. I get to learn so much. Okay, wait. Should we do like a rundown of this weekend?
0: Quick. Yeah, okay. Let's do a rundown of this weekend. But also in this episode, we thought we would talk about how it is to move countries. Because we've both done that when we moved to London. And we've both had like similar but different experiences at the same time. Yeah. And then I haven't moved yet since. Oh, actually, I kind of have an experience to talk about with moving Mm because I moved a little bit somewhere and now Anna's moving in Paris, which is completely new. So Mm -hmm. we just thought we would give you guys like a rundown on how it is for us to move countries. What are our best tips to get settled in? How do you know if it's the right place for you? How long do you think about staying there when you plan to move? Where do you find accommodation? Mm -hmm. um, How do you meet people in new countries and all Mm -hmm. that kind of thing? Okay, cool. On the weekend, I had a press trip to Bordeaux, which is in south of France. And it's this beautiful, really cute town. It's not very big. I thought it would be much bigger than it was. It was super small. You could walk around all the main areas. I think we did it in like an hour and a half. But it looked like Paris. Yeah, it looks so similar to Paris. What it is, is like, I feel like it looks like the chic part of Paris, all condensed into like a small section basically this wait. small city like a mini Paris that's what I, it looks like
1: yeah I can't wait to see your content
0: yeah yeah but it was so nice I mean I was only there for two days so it was really intense yeah but I went with Be Bold so they're the community of female empowerment and Mathilde is the founder and she also grew up in Bordeaux and so her family is there and everything mm-hmm. and she basically planned this whole trip so it was a press day with the Intercontinental Hotel Group, mm. basically in the hopes just to start up a partnership um, in like the local city, and then hopefully they would be interested in doing more global collaborations. So, yeah. as in bringing me to different countries, because the Intercontinental is a huge group. Yeah, they have that, it everywhere. Yeah, it's such a good opportunity to to do it because I worked with mm-hmm. like small niche hotels in Paris before. Yeah. Or things in in London like the W Hotel, but it has been a while since I did a proper hotel collaboration because I've been mm-hmm. to a lot of travels lately, but travels like press trips with brands and not hotels. Yeah, yeah. You though, you've done more like collaborations with hotels recently, but I didn't really mm-hmm. do that recently yeah. because I didn't feel like organizing things by myself. Yeah. So I always <laughs> went on like trips just with brands, basically. That makes sense. But it's a nice thing to go with a hotel group as well Mm -hmm. and so that's what this was i took the opportunity to do it the hotel was actually amazing yeah it's such a big hotel in my stories it didn't even fully reflect it to be honest it was so hard to actually show what it was really like Uh, because it was a bit
1: more like dark interiors right
0: yeah yeah but Uh, also i couldn't i couldn't show like the size of the hotel room across so you know my part my apartment in london yeah The hotel room was maybe like more than double the size of my apartment in London.
1: Are you serious?
0: It was huge. So we go into the front door. Matilda was staying in another room actually, but they gave me the superior suite on their top floor. So you get on the elevators and then you have to walk up all these nice gold stairs with a chandelier in the middle. And then you're in like a small part of the hotel where they have four rooms on the top floor. Oh, nice. It's not top actually, it's the first floor, but it's in a separate section of the hotel. Mm -hmm. so there's nothing above it so there's only four in the whole hallway and everybody has two doors but I didn't realize it and so I opened the first door and we go in and I'm like oh my god this is amazing beautiful bed it had like I don't know it looked like a princess like queen bed it had what is it called you know when the frame of the bed is is like right in the middle and you have the drapes over it it's very like royal themed it looks very royal yeah. It was so nicely decorated. The bathroom was really modern, but then the bedding was like just very luxurious, kind of like old fashioned style at the same Ooh, time. But modern, you so know? Nice. And then all of a sudden I like Mathilde turns around and she was like, Wait, what is this? And I turn around and I'm like, I almost uh, I don't know, I almost think like it's someone else's room and the doors are open because it's like a completely other part of the room. So uh. there you have I think it's like meant to be a family room or something like that.
1: Uh, like a connecting because, doors.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have like sliding doors. Mm-hmm. They go from the master bedroom into the living room. So it's like a couch that can be pulled out into a bed. Mm-hmm. You have a little like dining table and another chair and velvet, a desk, and then at two. And like another bathroom. So basically, I had two bathrooms. Oh, wow. For myself. (laughs) You can switch every day. (laughs) Yeah. So good. (laughs) The ultimate luxury. I I literally ended up using like the four no, so there's like two toilets and then two bathrooms with showers and sinks. So they used all of them. Yeah, somehow (laughs) during the day, I ended up using all of them. Oh, God. It was huge. My stuff was all over the place. I had to make sure in the morning, at like, 4 a.m. when I woke up, that I I took everything. (laughs) I was like searching all of the rooms it was in. (laughs) It was huge. You left at 4 a.m. Yeah, well I woke up at 4:30, Paris time, so it's like 3:30 in London. Yeah, and then I had to leave at 5:15 or something like that Mm -hmm. to get to the airport by six, and then my flight was at seven.
1: Did Mathilde leave then
0: too? No, she spent the rest of the day. She actually is leaving tonight. Ah, But she spent the rest of the day in London just like getting work done and seeing her family because she doesn't really get to go back that often and all her family lives there. Yeah. Pretty much. So she just spent like family time. So she went Friday actually before me. Mm -hmm. I came Saturday and she stayed until Monday and I left early. That's so nice. So yeah, that was just my trip. I feel like you had a relaxing
1: trip except for this morning. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was not that relaxing. It was very busy, though. Yeah, it would have been a bit more relaxing if I was in London, yeah, which I sure. kind of feel like I need because I've been, I've been away for so many weekends. I, I don't remember when the last time was that I had uh, yeah. a weekend in London. True. And it's really hard when you're, like, it's so nice. I love to travel and do different things and always be busy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I need, I need a weekend to sort out my life yeah you, you know? always need balance that's the like thing. get food in my fridge unpack stuff yeah i feel like you live I there know, figure out outfits and things like that yeah exactly
1: yeah mm.
0: but anyway okay well it sounds like a really good weekend no it was super nice yeah really nice so tell us about your experience in paris maybe we should start with because you said already how you felt when you first moved there mm-hmm. but i think a big thing which is a problem for a lot of people is how to find accommodation in yeah. a new place
1: yeah, so basically, honestly, we had such a hard time. Um, I yeah. started looking in Paris maybe in March, and we were moving in um, in August. So I mean it's quite a long time, especially if you're only staying for two months because I'm only here for two months. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah um, exactly.
1: And what we noticed for a short stay, I mean for a long stay, you can it's better to go to agencies, I would say, mm-hmm. and kind of just like rent an apartment like you normally would anywhere else. Um, but if you're staying short term, uh, what we found is that agencies, especially here in Paris and I think it's the same in London as well, they take a certain sur- like surplus charge for only staying for a few months. So it's not it's not a short stay because the short let is like six months um, and then a normal one is 12. So for us it was only two and for going to agencies, they wanted us to pay around 800 euros more. Than the actual yeah, price. It's crazy. So I was like, we can literally rent another month worth of, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know
0: why the fees are so high in Paris. I actually have no idea what it's like because yeah, it's crazy. my family have a place there. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. London agency fees are not that high. Maybe like 150 a person.
1: Yeah, no, it's crazy. But it's because we'd only stay for two months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's why they're trying to make up for before yeah, that because they have to really they have to find someone new nearly immediately yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, but what we ended up doing is we got really lucky and we found a place on Airbnb mm. and um, when you find a place on Airbnb you can actually you can actually um, get a big discount usually it's like fifty fifty 50 percent or something 50 percent of the of the normal rate of the apartment
0: if you do it long term
1: if you do long term like more than one month usually oh, um, and I didn't, then I didn't... Yeah, and then if you talk to the owner, if you start chatting um, and you you can't exchange email or phone number on there. But you can rent, you can talk on the app and you can say, okay, would it be possible for you to rent out the apartment with the, the discounted price on um, Airbnb for one month? And then the second month, we just pay you up front and we pay you without the fees. Mm. Um, so that way, it's even cheaper and you can get like the second month without the fees we ended up not doing that we ended up just going with the price on airbnb because it was safer um, okay, Yeah. That and cuz we didn't know like we didn't know this guy yeah. and he was no new. exactly you
0: should always just do it the safest way you don't want yeah. to cuz there are so many stories of people who end up getting getting tricked you know yeah exactly they get their money stolen they show up to a location that's actually really difficult mm-hmm. and that's good that you did it by like it seemed yeah. like a trusted place but i i feel like there were some scams on airbnb that yeah, there have that had been. happened before yeah where someone would not not see the place in real life mm-hmm. they would pay the amount and then show up to the location and it doesn't yeah. exist
1: but that's the thing then you can get also then you can get it refunded by airbnb if you pay through airbnb oh,
0: okay um, if you prove that it's not real property
1: yeah or if you just if you just like tell them that this is not what i expected or anything like that you can get that's the money good. back okay so it's that's really good that's why usually that's why i would suggest like the first month you pay through airbnb but then after you've met the the owner and you've been able to live in the apartment for like a month or something you can then pay them up front and then you pay less because airbnb takes a certain amount extra and the Mm -hmm. owner still wants to get the amount that they need so it will just be like that amount plus the extra so if you take that amount away then i mean you're paying less again maybe like even 20 percent less again um yeah so that's a good tip if you want to find an apartment for a short let like a very very short let yeah not not just six months um but yeah no that's what we but did so you
0: it took you like three months to find your property then
1: it took so long yeah. i remember when i was asking you i was like do you know anyone in paris I that know. i can rent from sadly don't <laughs> no i know but it's so hard because nobody has an apartment just standing because either you rent it out or, you know, like some family friends live there. It's so difficult to actually...
0: Yeah, I feel like renting in Paris is even more difficult than in London. I feel like yeah. there's a lot less available.
1: That's true. And, and in everything good areas, is, like...
0: They don't really have modern buildings in Paris. Like no. it's very rare to find a modern building. And if you find one, you probably don't want to live in it because it's nicer to have the authentic Parisian, yeah. you know, style. Exactly. Yeah. But at the so, same time, everything can be old-fashioned and just difficult to find something good.
1: Yeah, it's very difficult. And I feel like even the standard here is lower in terms yeah. of, like, yeah, you know, like, cleanliness and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it is. Um, compared to more modern apartments in London, because they're building so much in London right now. So you can find, actually, oh, yeah, London great places. is so
0: easy to find something. Yeah, if you it's have, easy. like... It's just, yeah, if you have unlimited budget, you can find something no problem. <laughs> it's just no in London, problemo. <laughs> in London you need to look around quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. And you need to visit loads of places. That's the thing because in Paris you didn't even get to visit it. You kind of just had to rent it and hope it yeah, would work. That's the thing. But, you know, which happens fine. for a lot of people because a lot of people who move across the world, mm-hmm. they don't have the chance to, like come and spend a few weeks and Look at apartments, you know, it kind of has to be done through online.
1: Yeah, it takes too long. You kind of just have to count your blessings and hope you get the right place. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> to be honest, it's sometimes it, it, that's just like how it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how I would say you can find an apartment. But then also, like with making friends, what would you say mm-hmm. would be like your top tips?
0: For me, when I came to London, I obviously knew nobody except Alex. And Mm -hmm. we had maybe like one other friend from our high school that came to London as well, but he was more Alex's friend than mine. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's much easier for me back then because I went straight to university. And so before going into my actual degree program, I did like a foundation course, Mm -hmm. because that was when I decided not to go into law. And so I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I did like a whole year of studying more business related courses Mm -hmm. and so I met you know some of the best friends in London at the time because they were just from all over the world and it's just for me it's so nice to connect with people from different places because I always have been really international and like I I can only get along with people who are like-minded like not like me but people that are willing to understand and connect with people from different cultures and I think I had about, like, one or two weeks in London where it was just Alex and I together all day long, which was nice because we had each other. Yeah. How did it go? Well, I think it was really tough for me, and it was much easier for him, at least it seems. Yeah. Or he was trying to, like, put up, you know, be strong, <laughs> strong for me. Strong front, yeah. The thing was, when I moved to London, I was 17. Yeah. And so I I had never moved away before. I went from living with my parents. Yeah. That when I came to London, so Alex found our flat while I was away during the summer. Yeah. And I didn't get a chance to come to London to find it. And it was really hard to find one because I'd been a few months before and we couldn't find anything. Mm -hmm. So Alex came like in August, something like that. And we were going to move in September. Mm -hmm. He came for a few days and he found something. And so he signed the lease. And so I didn't see it in real life. For me, it was kind of like I was moving into a place just like you were. You know, you saw the photos online, but you didn't know what it was really going to be like in real life.
1: Yeah.
0: And so this just the style, because I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but my first apartment in London was very Mm old-fashioned. It was in a nice area, like a really good location, good community. It was easy to commute around, which was so important for me. Mm -hmm. I said the number one priority when moving... To a new place because I didn't know London very well. So I wanted to only stay in an area that I actually was more familiar with. An area that I knew. And so what kind of was like left on the back burner the first year we moved was the quality of the apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? it wasn't it wasn't bad it's just really not my style Mm -hmm. everything was breaking down it was really hard it was expensive as well with all the bills and like an old property and it was gas as well yeah it's way more expensive Mm -hmm. so the prices for the bills were so expensive and it was just really old and not very well taken care of and also when we came it was like not cleaned well yeah yeah so for me like an instant my instant reaction was like shock i was kind of not happy i went through like a good maybe two or three weeks Mm. of not feeling happy in the apartment. Mm -hmm. Alex was so sweet, though. He was like, let's go to Ikea. Let's go to Zara Home. Let's decorate it nicely, make it cute. So that was really nice to have him, like, supporting me because I was, like, all over the place. But also I was 17, and, you know, I had never been in that situation. Yeah, yeah. So it is how it is. Then, I mean, that's the only time that I really moved.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Moving to, like, different apartments in London completely changed. I also grew up. Yeah, yeah, But I also kind of moved when Alex got a job offer in Gibraltar, so south of Spain. Oh, yeah. I moved out of London for a little bit, and I was kind of living in between Paris and Gibraltar, and then visiting London here and there for university. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have classes every day anyway. Visiting London here and there for university. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was not good. Don't do this, guys. I do not advise. <laughs> Go to school. But it, it was only for like a few months anyway, like four months, and then I moved back in September. Fully. Mm -hmm. but it was really difficult as well because he moved to Gibraltar for work and I didn't officially move there. I was in Paris for like, I don't know, 10 days, two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then I would go there for like 10 days or two weeks. But it was so different because the lifestyle over there is so, so laid back. It's more for like families or not people who were my age. And so for me, it was really hard to meet people because I wasn't going to university there. I was doing my university in London. And I was also doing my blogging and my social media at that time. Mm -hmm. And being by yourself, impossible to create content.
1: Yeah, true. It
0: was also not really the kind of aesthetic or style that suited me Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what to wear in in the city it was like kind of strange to get used to you have to get Mm -hmm. used to a new environment of people around you a new culture I tried to meet people because obviously I knew nobody so Mm -hmm. and there was no way for me to know anybody because I wasn't working full-time or studying full-time the way that I did it was I went to like yoga or sports classes yeah so I would do yeah like I would just go in the hopes of like chatting someone and seeing And every time it worked, but, like, no one became a friend just because I was the youngest one by far. How old was I at that time? Maybe, like, like 19, 20? Mm -hmm. I was still quite young, 19 or 20. I also met people um, from Alex's job because he had friends, and then they introduced me to their wives. They were married. (laughs) (laughs) So you can tell the age gap. So, like, I knew some of the wives of Alex's friends at work, some of their kids. It was really that kind of environment, so... For me, it was just really difficult because it wasn't the right place. Yeah, but yeah. If you move somewhere, like I moved to London, and it was hard because I wasn't happy with the apartment. But then the rest of the lifestyle in London was amazing. Mm. It was There was so much excitement to be going around discovering new areas, going to university, meeting so many people. It's mm. just such a, like a lively city. It was the right fit for me. Yeah, but so then that's if how you move you know. somewhere and you realize you can't fit in, and there's nothing you can do to fit in, and you know it happens. Not everybody is meant for every single city. No, but you try your best, and if it doesn't work, well, you move back, and it's that's or you how move somewhere work. else. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Life goes on. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling You just have to try now. things, but it, like in terms of character development, for me to have done that, for me to have moved to London by myself, mm. for me to have tried to move or to stay, like you know, fifty percent of the time with Alex in Gibraltar, which is a city I would have never thought I would have lived ever. It wasn't even the right fit for Alex, but he went for work and he was working every day. So it was yeah, a very different experience so to me being by myself every day.
1: True. I kind of feel like, I don't know, I really like Paris and I feel like it's a place I love to go and I love to experience when I'm on holiday and that kind of thing. Mm. I just, I don't think it's the right place. Like and now I've, even, I've been here for a week, but I just know that it's it's not a place where I'm going to be living
0: yeah um, and you never know until you try it right
1: exactly but I thought it's like, the same
0: when you're on holiday
1: no I thought it would be fine um because I'm also interviewing for like one position here I I just want to be in London and I I know I do because I don't know why I just feel so at home and then it's been so long since I felt at home somewhere after I moved from home like five yeah, years ago nearly exactly
0: now. yeah same for me
1: so it's finally, no, it may, yeah, like five years ago, I'm starting to feel like that apartment in London is my home. It's my safe place and it's mine. It's not like my family's there. That's why it's my safe place. It's because it's yeah. I've developed a safe place there. Yeah. And uh, I think that's very important to me now, even after cause it's because I've been moving around in London as well for the past couple of years. And it's the first time where I'm really feeling centered. So for me, it's really great to be able to be here to experience the culture, to be able to live the Parisian lifestyle a little bit for my content, for my uni, for my you know everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm think but I think I'm place gonna be for ready. Forever. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be ready to go back after yeah. after this time for sure, and just be in London and. Just know everything and feel like I have my yoga studio, I have my gym, I have my...
0: Well, that's the thing as well. When you move to a new country, you have to develop all of these habits again.
1: Yeah, you create a you new routine. In London. you have everything
0: in London. Yeah, you need a new routine. You need mm-hmm. new friends who live in the country. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff to process at once. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, for finding friends, like you said, like workout classes and stuff can be good. Otherwise, taking like courses is good too. Yeah. Like going and taking, for example, a jewelry course or um, you could also do even a cooking class or anything like that. And you'd hopefully find people with the same interests as you uh, because it can be really difficult if you're not in a workplace or if you're not, you know, if you're not in uni. But usually you have one or the other.
0: Yeah, usually people do move for work or or university or something like that. So you Mm -hmm. know that you will have the chance to meet people. What if... It's a scenario. Like, for example, you, you're studying there mm-hmm. and you're there for two months. Yeah. What if now you started to develop like more of a, you know, feeling that you're at ease and you like it and it's better than the first week. Yeah. But what if after a certain amount of time, you really don't like it? How can you cope with putting through to make it to the end?
1: Um, I would say for me, even like in the beginning, I really didn't, I really didn't like it. Um actually I had quite a hard time because I couldn't sleep or anything like that. Um and for me it was kind of remembering that I'm very, very lucky and that I actually have this opportunity to be here and to live in another country for a while and to make new relationships, to make new contacts and to be able to further my education. I can see a beautiful city. That doesn't mean I have to feel excited and happy all the time but at least to try to enjoy it as much as possible and um, of course like everything that's what I always tell myself too if I'm unsure if I go somewhere new or like if someone else would move somewhere new that everything happens for a reason like we always say Mm -hmm. and uh, if you're in a place you're going to learn in a new place you're going to learn so much and your life is going to be enriched in many ways by new people by new experiences by new cultures and yeah so that's how I think you know moving abroad or moving somewhere else helps you really it just widens your scope and you kind of understand more of the world that maybe you haven't seen before and lifestyles so
0: yeah I think, yeah, that's, I think that's a really good really good thing to say actually about travel yeah it's true you you should always think that you're in a place where you're actually you have that opportunity to experience a culture that you were not born into Mm -hmm. and it's nice to have those opportunities and if anything you come out of it stronger and you come out of it with the experience saying you were there exactly done it and it's yeah it's such a nice thing to be able to have those opportunities Mm -hmm. so yeah That ends on a positive note. Yes. Our next episode, we're going to talk more about London Fashion Week and our experience this time. Yes. And also what is changing in the industry. So we're not going to reveal anything just yet. We're going to also experience it firsthand for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because the first season in London Fashion Week, the things are kind of stirring up and changing. And also uh, the British Fashion Council has opened the doors to the public to some shows during London Fashion Week.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah, it's going to be interesting.
1: Oh, yes. So stay tuned for the next episode, and we'll see you very soon. Bye. Bye, guys.